Welcome to Lead for Clarity, where we help you, your team, and your organization get to your next level by focusing on what matters and having clarity along the way. My name is Shondell Sutherland, and I am here with Melanie Montgomery. And Melanie, it's getting colder, isn't it? It is. It was frosty the other day. I'm not I'm not a fan. <laughs> Me either. I know. I had the same thing. So today, we're going to continue our conversation on the process of sustainable growth. We've been going through each stage, and today we reach the last stage, which is profit. And this is why we are all in business. We want to see a return for our investment. We want to have more than we put in. And Melanie, we don't mean just money, although it takes money to keep staff and keep the lights on and have growth. You have to be profitable. What else do we need when we say profit? When we talk about profit, I think that encompasses so much, especially as we think about individually, as a team, as an organization. So we look at our morale, we look at our mindset growth, we look at all the things that encompass how we show up, how we communicate, how we work as a team, how effective and efficient we are, all the things that we're doing and how clear we are on where we're going. Yeah. Yeah. And, and and the profit is this more than monetary gain. What we mean is just how are is everyone doing? Like, did everyone make it around the process and they're better people? Are we sending our employees to their next level? Um, if they're going to be getting another job, have we made it that they are going to t- remember us and how we treated them and what we taught them? And did we allow them to be the best they could be? All these things that are so essential. I think in the profit stage, I think it's like a mountaintop experience where you're looking out and you realize, wow, we accomplished something. And just like we said in progress, a lot of leaders don't do that. They don't take the time to go, wow, we accomplished something. And what do you think is the detriment or what is the problem with not really addressing when we've reached our goals? There's so much that can go wrong when we don't celebrate our accomplishments. Number one, our team feels it. And so sometimes as leaders, we accomplish something and our team feels this great joy. And then we just brush right by it and pretend like it didn't happen. And so we almost like gaslight our team because they're so excited and we don't give them that joy and reinforcement to show that we really care about this progress. The other thing I think is that we don't typically take that in and use that for the next stage. So one thing I learned in my career was that I can accomplish a lot more than I think I can, but I often second guess myself. I started tracking my accomplishments a little bit more and not necessarily the accomplishments that people might think, but things that I felt like I overcome that were hard because the next time that I face something that's hard, I look back at those moments and I was like, oh, I was able to do X, Y, and Z. I can handle this. No problem. It gave me this bank to go back to when I was struggling. And before I knew that that was helpful, I didn't have that. And so I would face a brand new challenge and I would immediately think, oh my gosh, I can do this. And so it almost gives us that strength in the next stage or in the next cycle, in the next growth opportunity. You are right on. And I love that you kept track of it. We all should do more of that. And when we do, then we're celebrating more. And what that brings is confidence. 
And Melanie, your confidence and my confidence, they are always needing to grow and we're seeing it grow. That's what's so exciting about being even in relationship with each other that we see, wow, we're growing in these ways. Let's give everyone the act. In each one of these, we say in each stage, you got to take action, even in the profit where you're gazing out and just celebrating life. We have the acrostic ACT, A-C-T, or the acronym. We haven't quite figured that out, so we're just going to use them both. (laughs) Why don't you talk about each one of those? I'll read them off. Accomplish the mission, convey appreciation and celebration, and this is important, tackle the next pain point or challenge. So do you want to jump in and kind of tell the listeners, what are we concentrating on when we get to profit? Yeah, so we want to accomplish that mission, and that really shows us that we're in the profit stage. This is why setting SMART goals and keeping track of them is so important, because we know when we get there. I think so often in my career, I didn't realize I was in profit or I had passed profit until way later on. And it was this aha moment of like, oh, that change that I was working on actually is sticking. It's happening. It's part of who I am now. We want to keep track of that and measure that and make sure that we know, okay, we got there. We accomplished it. And really look back on where have we been and how did we get there? It's funny, Melanie, because leaders that have vision, like, and they are running ahead. And what we kind of look at as those that are just jamming, they don't really think about all the effort it took because in their mind, they're setting the vision. And halfway through this process, they're already on to the next one. They're planning it. They're getting it together. They're in that strategic space. They've already seen the end product. And those are great gifts. Like, We need those people in our life, but usually they're the ones that are our leaders and they're not taking the time to realize that the rest of us have really been accomplishing. We have been dotting the I's and crossing the T and we're doing all of the work to get it to completion. And I think that is the demoralizing part of a lot of folks that um, enjoy finishing things. They enjoy the end of it because people like me, we don't. We trust so much our team that we're ready to move on to the next thing when we really haven't brought that completion. Do you have any thoughts on that? Yeah, definitely. I think that when we don't stop and recognize how much everyone's contributing to this goal and to this area, it definitely can harm the team and make them feel like, oh, I did all this work and nobody really cares. And I think sometimes, too, we don't always slow down to recognize what it took to get there. And then that makes it difficult for us to replicate the process and teach others how to do it. When we make a big change, it's so important for us to recognize, okay, this is how we did it. This is where we went through. This were the struggles that we encountered because it will be really helpful if we can coach someone else how to make these changes or how to share insights and really help bring others along. But when we're not really focused on that, we're focused on the next thing. We're not really truly growing the people around us or our team. We're just kind of pulling them along for the ride, but they're not learning as much as they could if we take that moment to pause and say, okay, here's this challenge that we face. How do we overcome it? And then they're set up for success the next time something comes up in a similar fashion. You said that so well. Okay, let's take the C now. That goes right back into what we've been talking about, which is convey appreciation and celebrate. We really have to celebrate our team. We have to celebrate ourselves and we have to 
tell everyone how much we appreciate all of their hard work. I think you had a really good point earlier when you said sometimes we don't recognize how much people are putting in and how much work they're doing. And so we see the end product and we're like, great, we're moving on. But we really have to slow down and appreciate all that hard work that everyone's been doing and make sure that we take a moment to find out who's been doing what, what was that workload, how did they do, and really make that appreciation known and even maybe do something simple. One time when my team hit a big goal that we had been working on for a really long time, I bought every member just a tiny little bottle of champagne, put ribbons on it and made them a card. It was very simple, but just really to express my appreciation for all their hard work. And they were so excited to get that thing because they knew that it was significant to me. It was significant to them. And it just allowed us that moment and space to be like, oh, my gosh, we did this. (laughs) Um, And it was really great. I love that. That was beautifully said, Melanie. And I wish more people would do that. I think we don't realize when we're in this process of growth and we we, we have this anxiety as leaders that we got to keep going. We got to keep growing. And I think what we're trying to teach people is, yes, (laughs) this is we want that, too. Like that's the whole model is sustainable growth. But if you don't take a moment to celebrate and let people know, they will not go with you the long haul because you can't grow. You can't mentally get to your next level if you're exhausted and tired all the time. Mm -hmm. Go back to the emotional intelligence um, podcast that we had. And that when our amygdala is on fire and in there, we call it in the red, hijacked, there's all sorts of terms for it. We're not using our logical brain. We're running on adrenaline. And when we run on adrenaline, we simply don't use our logic. And boy, am I guilty of this, Melanie, over and over again. Yeah, definitely. And I think also just to note here, if you struggle with conveying appreciation, celebration, either for yourself or others, even if it's late, do it anyway. I've had light bulb moments way after the change happened. And when I circle back with either myself or the people involved, it still makes that difference. And then I've been able to recognize it sooner and more frequently. Whereas early on in my career and in my growth, I wasn't really seeing what was happening. When you're in it every day, you don't always notice those subtle changes, but other people can point them out to you. I had this meeting with a team of supervisors that I was training for leadership development. And I started off the training with, let's talk about one thing that you think your teammate has an opportunity and what is one thing that you think they really thrive in. And one of the supervisors who I had known pretty much my whole life, my whole adult life was like, you know, Melanie, when you talk to me, you are really present in the conversation. And then I stop talking and there's this long pause and you look away and I'm like, where did you go? And I'm really wondering like, what's going on in your brain? Are you psychoanalyzing me? And in that moment, I recognized the uh, opportunity that I had really been focusing on had come to fruition. So I had been working really hard on being more present in conversation and not having my internal dialogue talking while other people were. I was trying to comment and then think about it after they stopped talking. But her comment to me was like, that's very noticeable. (laughs) Okay, number one, now I should probably communicate what that is. But also, I was so proud of myself when she said that because I'd been working so hard 
mm-hmm. on not trying to come up with a response as the person was talking. In that moment, I I took that time to really say, I appreciate that comment because that's really something I have been working on. And here's what I'm actually doing and why I'm doing it. So good. I love it. Kind of goes into that next one. You kind of touched on it, the tackle, the T, tackle the next pain point or challenge. You almost naturally did that, you know, where you go, okay, I held myself. Like I didn't do it or I stayed present. Next pain point, I need to communicate that. Like that's a perfect example mm-hmm. of what we do in profit. We we say, hey, good work. Because otherwise I think what people say is, oh my gosh, I've got to communicate this. And they don't realize like, Hey, good job. Next thing is we do this, which I think if you had a coach, that's what your coach would say. Your coach wouldn't say, well, God, Lord, why did you do that? Really understanding you're going to go in like from profit. There's only one way back around this thing mm-hmm. and you're going to have some pain or you're going to go after a new challenge. And that's exciting. Yeah. That's a conversation I had recently with my counselor was like, every time I really work on something and I take a big step forward, I uncover like way more things that now I need to go and tackle. And it's one of those things of like, when we grow, we then find other opportunities. And it's not to say that that's bad, but that's that progression of growth with our new mindset, with our new way that we approach the world we now find more that we want to grow and change. And I often say that leadership development or personal growth can be so addicting because we're like, oh man, we can be better people and we can do this and we can do that and we can strengthen ourselves and we can become healthier. And to me, that tackle the next pain point or challenge is the most exciting. I've learned to be more excited when I find something else that's wrong or not wrong, but that I could be better at. Um, It's exciting because now I'm like, oh, I can be better in this way and I can do more. I can be a better friend or whatnot. And so I'm able to really continue into that next cycle. I think that's beautiful. And I would say that's, that's how I feel too. Understanding this process has done two things for me in the profit stage. One, to really celebrate like, okay, awesome. Without that fear, which is how I live my whole life of the other shoe dropping. Oh, this is so great. But then I would like, oh, but, oh, we better not get off. You know, I would do all of this. So I couldn't really celebrate. And people didn't really celebrate around me because the fear, it was all fear Mm -hmm. that the other shoe is going to drop. And what I love about the process is like, yes, actually it is going to drop because you're going to go into another one. And so instead of taking away from the celebration, you can go right in and go, awesome. And I'm ready. I'm I'm rested. I'm excited. And it's time for the next pain. So that when it comes, just like you're saying, Melanie, we're not beating ourselves up. We're like, yep, yeah, okay, well, we know what to do next. We get right into the pain. We identify it and we purposely connect. Let's go. Mm-hmm. And I love that. Before we lay on the plane here, I just wanted to give a couple ideas about some tools that we could use during this. One is just money management. Like if you really do have more profit, we need to make sure that we have good financial advisement and that we're not just going, okay, great. We've arrived. Let's go blow it all. And whatever that means, business analysis, really doing some strategic planning here going, okay, we reached our goals. What do we need to do at the next stage? Like that's a big piece and making sure that you're culturally aligned because guess what? People might want to kind of come and uh, acquire you now right? You might really want to make sure when you get to this stage that you have a clear idea about what you want next. 
because they're going to come after you and your people because you're doing so good. So those are just some uh, really quick ideas of things to really concentrate in the prop stakes. Do you have anything to add to that, Melanie? I think as I look at either individual or team growth, this is where we can start to share our growth and how we got there with others. I know a lot of times when I'm really working on something, I'm not always talking about it to everybody because it's something that is more internal. I think now I do, but before I really didn't. And so they may have just seen a shift in my behavior. And that's when I can really say, hey, I went through this growth and here's what it did for me to get other people engaged. I know one of the biggest shifts I made in my career was going from feeling like I had to be perfect and be this like perfect example of everything and always do everything right to being more open and vulnerable with my team, letting them really in and see who I was as a person. That shift was so meaningful, but people didn't really see what was happening behind the scenes. And so when then I was able to really make that shift and I saw how much it impacted my team and our relationships and how much we were able to connect and do together, then I was able to share that growth with the leaders on my team to say, hey, this is what I did and this is what you're seeing and maybe we can help you make this shift as well. So then we move to really coach and help others to elevate in similar ways or even if we see them struggling and we know tools that may help. So we're really helping others grow in the same trajectory as we are. I love that. I love that. So Melanie, as we lay on this plane and we just kind of summarize what we really want for our listeners, I think for me, I really want them to have permission to celebrate. I want them to have permission to feel good. I want them to feel like, okay, this mountaintop is great. Like we accomplished something and take it all in and then yeah, tackle, we're going to go tackle something else, but drink it in and let it energize you and your people so that when you go into the next pain point, because it's coming next, um, it's just a joyful experience because I don't think business leaders get to have much joy if they don't do this. It's a lot of work. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And I think also what I would like our listeners to know is that growth is a bunch of cycles all the time that are happening over and over and together. And so when we hit that profit stage, of course, get excited and celebrate like you said, Shondal, but also be open to what that next step is and try to approach it with optimism, especially when we're in this profit stage and we accomplish something and we're coming off of this really big high we can then turn around and say, what more can I do? And almost go out and try to figure out that pain point instead of allowing ourselves to get knocked down and then be like, oh no, I have to start over. Really have that joy of saying, what else can I do? How else can I better myself and my team and my organization? Get onto that train of self-development and team development, organizational development to really figure out how can we just keep this momentum going because we're so excited at the end of that profit stage. We have all this energy and this desire to continue making positive change. So if we use that and put it somewhere, it really helps us go quickly through that pain stage. Mm, That's so good. 
Well, I think that wraps it up for this episode. And we're always love our listeners questions. We do this for you. We just enjoy hearing what you're going through, the processes you're going through. We would value your questions so we can address them on the air. You can find us at shondellgroup.com and be sure and tell a friend, subscribe. And we always love those five-star reviews. Enjoy the process of having profit in your life and be the best you can be today. Bye-bye.